Hi, welcome back to the what is it? What, what are we doing? <laughs> cutting room floor. We're there calling it, is. it okay. Yeah. So welcome back to the cutting room floor. John Street Church Christ. Okay. Welcome back to this episode of the Cutting Room Floor. This is Johnson Street Church of Christ. I'm Scott. I'm Jake. And uh, we haven't done too many of these episodes yet. No. We're kind of working our way into them. Still working out the bugs, if mm-hmm. you will. Um, but we are talking today. Uh, we're kind of unpacking a little bit more of the sermon that was uh, this past Sunday, December the 10th. Is that right? That is correct. So uh, we talked about forgiveness, um, this idea of the fact that we can expect God's forgiveness, which is a pretty big, that, that, that's a pretty big expectation, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, so when you're, you're, you're out there listening attentively, Jake, as you always do every Sunday. Always. Uh, first row even. Yep. It's pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, do, do you have to fight for that seat? Because I'm sure it's pretty crowded down there at the front. I'm going to go out on a limb and say there aren't many people gunning for that seat. But the, the the back row, however, <laughs> of the balcony oh, is, is pretty full. Oh yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> oh man, I tell you, this has been a this has been a very interesting series to go through because there, as we talked about in the last episode, there's there's a lot of things we we you know hope God will come through on, right? You know, a lot of things that we some things we think He's promised that He actually hasn't. Mm-hmm. That's probably a whole different podcast. But there are some of these, like we are talking about today, forgiveness. If you really expect that God has and will forgive you, that's pretty freeing, isn't it? Oh, yeah. So what are some things that's very <laughs> profound? Bad. I, said, I got I That got was profound, good, Jake. Thanks the for, the, responses, yeah. for the response there. What are some things that stood out to you in that in in, in the sermon Sunday, any so, ideas? So, um, uh, the first thing that I have here, God, all the deep theological questions are yes or no answers. <laughs> it's never a both hand. That's um, right. That's a lie. But so you mentioned, uh, that we don't have an option really to forgive. I think that goes along with what you mentioned about, you know, we really think of, when we think of expectation or when we think of forgiveness that, oh, hi, Gene. Um, yes. That's okay. Michael O'Brien is on line one. Do you want to speak to me? Uh, well, I'm right in the middle of a podcast, so uh, oh. tell him I'll call him back. Okay. Thank Thanks. you. Uh-huh, bye-bye. For sure, leaving that in. Where is D&D? Here it is. Okay, awesome. Okay. And we're back. No, yeah. Go ahead. I'm not cutting that, so. just so you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the people need to know, Scott. Give them what they want. Uh-huh. Sorry. So. Okay. Go ahead. How do you want me to start? Uh, body of Christ, we're expected to forgive. It's not an option. And when we talk about forgiveness and and expectation, those those weren't two things when you have the you know the sermon title as expectation, colon, forgiveness. I don't think that's a thing, at least in our culture and our lives, that we really expect. I think whenever we give it, we treat it like uh, luxury almost. Like we're doing someone else a favor when we <laughs> forgive them. Or that that person is lucky that we forgave them. Uh, but when there, we consider that we can expect forgiveness from God, I think that has to influence then how we are expected 
in turn to forgive others and to not consider that as some grand act of grace, but rather just an expectation as people that follow Jesus. Yeah, I really like that because sometimes we do. We we think we're doing people a favor whenever we we decide to get to the point where we, we can let them out of their, you know, of the justice that, that they so richly deserve. Right. We, you know, it's like the guy in Schindler's List, that that captain who is looking out and he says, I pardon you. You know, he could have killed them, but he didn't. I pardon you. Totally weirded out sense of what it means to forgive and to release people from their debt. And you know, Jesus says in Matthew 6, specifically, if you forgive others or sin, God will forgive you. If you don't, he will not forgive you. I mean, that's a heavenly mic drop right there. He right. could have just stopped it right there. But, but you know, it's still, it's still not easy, um, even when we think we're doing someone else a favor. But the fact that it's not optional is something I don't think that goes through a lot of our minds. Right. That's the thing that... I've really come to appreciate in just in study and in, you know, having gone to the first semester of grad school, like finding the idea that, that God does not necessarily have characteristics, but that God has character and there are things that are central to who God is rather than sometimes God is just and other times God is merciful. God is just, God is merciful. God does forgive. God does punish wickedness. These are things that are just what God is rather than elements of elements of that divine nature. So I think it's really interesting. So God is forgiveness then is what you're saying. Yes. Which which is which leads us to that next little point that I didn't really get into on Sunday is sure. that that there's so many things to talk about. But whenever whenever Peter's talking to Jesus, it's this it's this central theme that we deal with each and every day and that is you know, how do you forgive someone, especially if they're a close friend or even a uh, church member, somebody who should know better? You know, how do you forgive those people? You know, Jesus is asking him, I'm sorry, Peter's asking Jesus, you know, how many times are we supposed to forgive? Because I think sometimes we look for a way to forgive that requires the least amount of effort. You know, tell me the standard. What is the least that I have to do to be considered still a true disciple? <laughs> right. And what and what what was Jesus's response? Your response is you keep going and going and going and gets energizer bunny. That's how you forgive. That's the image we get. You just keep doing it. <laughs> That's right. You know, it's in it's in Matthew 18 starting in verse 21 he says, "Lord, if another member of the church sins against me, that's that's probably not the actual Right. But that's my trans. How often should I forgive? As many as seven times? Okay? I will give you seven times. That's that's a lot. But if you think about it, just imagine this. Imagine if somebody here um, started talking badly about you and then you found out about it and then they said, I'm sorry. And then you said, okay, I forgive you. Then you hear them do it again and then 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 one more time. That, that makes seven. Right. That's a lot of time. That's a whole lot of forgiveness. That's a, I mean, that's a lot of forgiveness. Right. And I, you think after the fifth time, You'd say, excuse me, sir, could you just please be quiet? Or you'd probably, after the third time, go to the elders and say, listen, this guy's talking badly about me. He's causing dissension. What are you going to do about it? After the seventh time, Jesus says, no, you got to forgive up to 70 times, 77 times. Just keep going. Jesus doesn't know how negotiation works. (laughs) (laughs) 
Oh, that's 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 a really good point there, Jake. <laughs> I don't think he's done this very much. Peter's trying to negotiate a bargain and just get out. Like, you know, the 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 cynical side would say, well, Jesus hadn't had a lot. He hadn't had anybody really do anything badly to him to know what it means to forgive somebody seven times. Then seventy-seven. Come on, right? But. This that's, is the guy who... That's an interesting notion, yeah. You know what I mean, though. Right. I mean, you would think whenever... If I were to say that to somebody, you need to forgive 77 times. They'd say, what do you know? Right. You're just a preacher. You probably hadn't had anything bad happen to you. Oh, honey. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do, I do. And so so the fact that that we could just say, forgive as many times as you need to, mm-hmm. but still, we need a reason, right? You know... We, too, I think, are looking for the standard and the loophole. And I've asked these questions. Um, we all, you know, a lot of times we want people to own up to their behavior before we forgive them. Oh, I'll, I'll forgive them 70 times if they own up to it. You know, but if they don't face what they've done is wrong, then aren't we just enabling them? You know, aren't we, aren't we, you know, enabling them to do this to somebody else? And so... In my thought process, I'm sure not you, because you know you're much better than me. Of course, you know. In my way, I think by not forgiving someone until they realize what they've done is wrong is kind of like me helping the world, you know, because I'm not. I'm uh, by not forgiving them, I'm not letting them off the hook so that they won't do this to somebody else, right? Mm. That's mm-hmm. that is very spiritual of me, isn't it? Oh, totally. You know that is that is that is merciful. We do think we're kind of doing the world a favor when that <laughs> that happens, you know. Because I mean, if if you think that the best thing that we, you know, as a church or as Christians like have to offer the world is fixing it, or like that's that's a pretty lofty goal. <laughs> and not so, forgiving, I'm fixing the world, right? Like. If if our if our goal is a world without flaw, and in some sense you could twist some things around and say, oh, well, I mean, the kingdom when when the kingdom comes entirely and and fully, everything will be perfect, everything will be restored. Sure, you don't really you don't make that happen by just holding grudges over people's heads and waiting for them to figure out where they went wrong. You know that that's not really I don't think how how Jesus models for us to live. And the hard the hard part of that that thinking is that. We think by still hanging on to things that it's going to be helpful in some way, shape, or form. And I think what Jesus is saying is, no, lay it all out there and be okay with being wronged. Paul says that, you know, why not just be wronged? That's right. that's really easy to say to somebody if you've never been wronged. Oh, absolutely. You know, and and I've seen this happen. Someone say, hey, just, just, you know, just take it. And then something happens to that person. And then they go, hey, what's, what's, what happened? And, and so I think that, you know, in our nature, our nature is not forgiveness. Our nature is to hit back. You know, you don't ever have to to teach a kid how, how to hit somebody or how to, you know, fight Mm -hmm. back or how to, to bite. You don't have to teach a kid that. Because our nature is, we are fighters, we're hitters, and when we're not forgivers. But the Spirit of God in us, it the Spirit is forgiveness, by your definition earlier. Right. So, yeah. So that, that, that's really the war, isn't it? That's mm-hmm. the battle. Yeah. So someone came up to me Sunday morning and said, 
They said, thank you so much. You make it sound so easy. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and granted, I heard that person and I said, I'm sorry if I did. It right. is, But it is not easy. It is, I think forgiveness is probably one of the hardest things that some of us will ever have to do. Mm-hmm. We, we may never have to fight in a war. We may never have to, you know, overcome this or that. But, you know, forgiveness, whew, that'll probably be the hardest thing we have to do. Right. And that kind of leads, leads me to remember something that you said. Uh, simple statement, you know, but God has moved on. Why can't we? Mm. About about forgiving yourself. Right, right, about forgiving. And I, I think it probably can apply to others too, but yeah, you specifically mentioned it about about yourself. Um, whether it's a grudge towards someone else or if it's things about ourselves that we're frustrated with or cycles of, of sin that we see in ourselves that, that bother us. The thing is, you know, on a base level, why can we not do the things that God can do and that God does and the things that are essential to God's character? Well, because we're not. You know, we're created with the image of God, but we are not ourselves God. So there's things we can't do. And like I said, a lot of those things, when we realize we can't, they frustrate us. And we recognize that, that that's a bad thing to do mm-hmm. and we need to fix it. The thing with forgiveness is not forgiving, like you've mentioned, it almost feels better. Uh, it fe- Because it's so heavy and because it's so, it's such a weighty, a weighty presence kind of on our hearts and our emotions we feel safe harboring that mm-hmm. because we, it, you know, we sing about, and you know, on Sunday, I think we sang the, you know, my hope is built on nothing less than Jesus blood, righteousness of Christ, the solid rock I stand. When we hold the grudge, it, it's so heavy. It almost feels like something foundational, you know? And, right. in, re- and in reality, we've got our feet stuck in concrete and right. it's just settling and it's settling. It's getting harder and harder and harder to pull out of that. And something that really has hit me as I've gone through this study is that we were never meant to carry weight that heavy. Mm. We're never meant to carry it. That's why all throughout Scripture, and in in the New Testament, even the Old, about sacrifices and confession and and you know mutual confession and Colossians and things is that is that we need to get rid of that. Right. Because if we don't, it's it does nothing good for us. It sinks mm. us, and it, I mean, literally sinks us because it's so heavy. It's that whole pilgrim progress metaphor, yeah, you know? With the burden, of, yep, carrying the... You know, and we become so accustomed and used to it that we find ourselves hunched over. Oh, we can't see forward, we can't see up, we can't see sideways. All we look is, is where we are at our feet, and we've got nothing, and we don't even realize it. Mm-hmm. So, wasn't there a song that you were thinking of? There is a song I was thinking what of. What is that? It's straight off the notes right there. Um, how do, there is a song. I don't know how much of it we can we can refer to within copyright restriction. Oh, well, I think it's twenty. I think it's about twenty-two seconds. Is it twenty-two or seconds? About you know, I think about twenty-three words. Twenty-three so words. Go ahead and sing some of it. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up the. So there. I've specifically we don't want to get the, sued. Right. No, I'm not trying to get sued. The name of the song. Sorry, we've kept you in suspense. Is uh, it's called Heavy, uh, by a group called Bird talker okay. as in one who talks to birds oh, okay. bird talker folk group out of nashville really 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 good um second verse of their song their chorus is just leave what's heavy behind repeated over and over leave what's heavy behind uh, their second verse is if your face is down take a look around do your fingers move your lungs inflate are you tired are you weary of the hidden hate you've been holding did you lose love or did you never have it are you feeling sad because you did a bad thing leave what's heavy behind 
the only way to lose the fearful feeling is to replace it with love that's healing. And man, first time I heard this, like, this is totally a worship song, and I don't know if they know it. How does it go? You want me to sing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, sing. okay. Go ahead and sing. Which part? I don't know. Just sing a little bit of it. Okay. <laughs> this is so weird. Oh, man. Do you, do you want my folk vibrato with yeah, it, oh, too? Yeah, 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 yeah. If your face is down, take a look around. Okay, that's all we can do because that's of all. copyright. That's it. Hey, I like that. Isn't that, it a good song? Yeah, I didn't really hear that much. but Right. But it is true that this mm-hmm. idea of 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 heaviness, it, it's there's something that some phrase that I said that that has, has stuck with me, you know, and that is we lay our burdens at the cross, mm-hmm. but for some reason we keep returning there, picking them back up and yeah. just putting them back on. And it seems to me that once you lay something down um, and you pick it back up, it, to me it feels heavier when you pick it back up. I mean, you, when you get used to it and then you all of a sudden feel the freedom of it, you right. go to take it back, you realize this was heavy. But for some reason, we keep going back and are used to that. I don't know why we do that. I don't know if any of our 12 listeners are uh, heavy into into working out or lifting weights or anything, but I have tried to be, and I'm not good at it. And so my second set of anything ever feels exactly like what you're talking about. Yeah. Oh, 40 or whatever, you know, get on the bench. My bench, I'm not going to talk about my bench because it's not very good. But second set on the bench is the worst. And the third is even worse because you let down the weight, you pick it back up. It hurts more. It hurts more and more. Of course, in the which context why, of... Right. Which is why I don't do it. Of course. Of because course. I don't, I, don't, I don't think working out is really helpful to my spirit. No, it's not good for you. <laughs> it hurts, so it's bad. That's how this works. Right. Well, I think I've said too much about my personal... <laughs> personal life. Um, so uh, I think that, you know, the challenge really for all of us is I know that we all have somebody we need to forgive. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be somebody that's a, it could be a really serious thing. And it could also be that person that you've kind of dismissed, but it's somebody who needs that you need to forgive. It's not for them. It's for you. You need to do it. So the question is, are, do, you, do you have the courage? Do you have the strength? Do you, can you do it? And if not, let somebody help you. You know, that's what the body of Christ is here to do. We're here to help each other. So confess it to one another. And if you can't do it yourself, has, have somebody help you. That's hard. Yeah. Well, we probably, if there's one other thing yeah. we could probably talk about, when we start getting into the nitty-gritty of what forgiveness looks like played out, Right. You mentioned a couple things that we should take care of to realize that forgiveness is not. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a couple you mentioned where it's not necessarily reunion, right? Um, just you had a little bit about that. that just just because you forgive somebody doesn't mean now everything has to go back to normal, and you know you're all back to being buddy buddy. Right. That doesn't necessarily happen. Consequences are still there regardless of forgiveness. I mm-hmm. mean. There's good consequences, bad consequences, but, you know, hopefully, you know, if the consequence is us, you know, shutting them out, maybe the consequence or maybe what we could do is we could lighten their burden too. And it's hard. It's not, you don't go back to being best friends, right? but you don't necessarily have to, um, you know, shut them out completely either. 
You know, right. you don't have to say I forgive you, and then you never speak to them again ever. Mm-hmm. There, I think that there are phases, right? Gradual. Sure. Because our job, really, as ministers of Jesus Christ, and I'm just saying ministers who are paid, but as as representatives of Jesus, we have a ministry of reconciliation. And mm-hmm. recon- restoration is to make something as it was before. Reconciliation is to make something that is brand new. Mm-hmm. So in that forgiveness, there is something new that could be created, and it could be better than it was before. Right. Ideally. So, nice. Thank you. We're going to leave that in, too. <laughs> Oh, yeah, man. that's uh, I think I think that's really important to to recognize that because forgiveness for what it actually is really is so important to our ability not only to move on but to grow and mature and continue being transformed into the image of Christ. And yeah. if we think that in order to forgive we must do all these other things and that our relationships have to be perfect again, especially immediately that they would have to be um to pick up right where they left off. You know, that's not realistic. That's not how things work. I think of sort of when you're young and your mom talks to you about, um, for me, I know my name is, my name is Jacob, which if you look it up, you know, the original Jacob like lied to his parents. And so, uh, shockingly enough, Jacob, uh, when he was a child lied to his parents and that was, you know, a problem. He was a sneaky kid. And, uh, my mom, Oh, it always tell me about trust and how trust you can build it up. But if you do something to lose my trust, you know, that goes all the way down. Your bank account is zero and you have to build it back up again. So we talk about reconciliation, restoration, just because you've made another deposit, you know, that doesn't mean that you can immediately resolve to that level that you had before. Right. So there's time and, and you also mentioned about, you know, how it takes, I don't want to jump on your, on your quote, but yeah. it takes one person to forgive it takes two for reunion, two for reconciliation, restoration. And so sometimes that's all you can do is what's in. Well, it's always all you can do is what you can control. But but there's also, you know, that person is going to know. Now, granted, I'm not a psychologist. Me you neither. Know, I, know what, I know what scripture says. And, and I also know that there are some great books out there written about this. One of them is that is The Art of Forgiving by Lewis Smeets. Um, that's really good. And it's, it's one of the best that I've read. It's really practical and, and digestible by just normal average people. Mm -hmm. But, but when it comes to that relationship there, when you forgive, you know, the other person's going to have to make some effort too, if they want reunion, if they want reunion with you, they're going to have to realize this is a new field. This is a new Space. This is not something that I can just go back into as I used to be. You know, there's some work they're going to have to do as well, and and that's so that's why it takes two people. You know, there has to mm-hmm. be give and take, mutual submission there, and both be willing to start over. Right. So, but that's where God comes in too. You know, the spirit is spirit is at work, and some of the spirit's best work is knee deep in the mess. Mm-hmm. So. But I think that that's about enough time for today. All right, yeah. This is a long one, wasn't it? So, uh, was it? I don't long know one? how long. 20-something we'll minutes. Probably about 20. But this has been good. Hey, if you have any questions or comments, please let us know. Uh, you can email us, scottallen at johnsonstreetchurch.org or jake kiefer. How do you spell that, Jake? Spell that K-E-E-F-E-R. That's like right. Kiefer Sutherland, only different. That's Okay. Yeah, it's, it's so it's simple. Right. Jake Kiefer at johnsonstreetchurch.org. Um, or you can call up here at the church office, Johnson yeah. Street Church of Christ. 
Um, we'd love to hear from you, and uh, hopefully next time we will have uh, some better conversation. Yeah, sure. Hope so. Maybe another song, even. Right. That we could sing about three seconds of. We're, we're figuring it out. We're, we we got a mutual grace forgiveness thing going on. That's exactly right. Well, uh, thank you for listening, and we look forward to uh, speaking with you or at you next time. Yeah. I'm See Scott. You. I'm Jake. And that's it. Thanks. <laughs>